Hey, it's Chris Wendelkin, and this is On the Line, a podcast where I call friends of mine living around the country to talk all things NBA hoops, life, uh, politics, whatever else is going on. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, real quick, we're on Twitter at OnTheLine underscore pod, on Instagram at OnTheLinePod. You can send us your NBA questions, your real or fantasy life questions at OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. Last, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts, it's greatly appreciated. And I want to give a big shout out to Papaya Man twenty two forty seven. You're our first review in iTunes, five stars, Papaya Man. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot, my dude. My guest today is the very talented Ben Craw. Ben is a video editor and producer for Vice and Vice News. He's also one half of the uh, video art tandem known as Smash TV. Ben is a big time New York Knicks fan and a fantasy hoop junkie. Let's give a call to Ben Craw. What's up? BC, how you doing? How's it going, my dog? I'm good, dog. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm you feeling feel great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Long day yeah. of work? Um, yeah, pretty long. I mean, uh, I would say standard. You yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. How you? Uh, how you guys holding up in the snow over there? Are you like dug um, out? You're all, yeah, we're dug out. I you're all like melted do... out, melted out over yeah, there? Yeah. Yeah, we're good now. I did some shoveling when I got home last night. Bought some, uh, you know, bought some salt, dude. some rock salt at the corner store. <laughs> there, salted, salted those steps up real good. Yeah, dude. There was a scary moment there yesterday. So first of all, <laughs> we've been we've been trying to record this podcast. It's now Thursday at nine o'clock. We've been trying yes. to record this podcast for like two or three days, and yeah. one thing one thing or another, and we just haven't been able to do it. But we've hit a couple stumbling blocks. There was but one, we're here now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was one moment yesterday. Where I thought, I, well, I thought we were going to talk yesterday, and I, you know, snow is coming down really hard in New York City. I'm just like in my living room, looking out my window out onto the street. Snow is coming down, and all of a sudden, there's like a crack of thunder and a bolt of lightning in the sky. I and don't and, believe that. No, I, dude, I one thousand percent it happened. And like two <laughs> minutes later, you text me, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't think I can do today uh, for the podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, that, that just felt like it was coming." We could just we could just you know pencil in as like a snow delay. Like sure. we had a, we had a we had a blizzard delay. Sure. Here here in New York. Um, oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's insane. Because I was in I was in Williamsburg, yeah. you know, where my office is, yeah. and we had we definitely had some pretty heavy flurries and stuff, and yeah. some you know some some accumulation. But there was definitely no lightning and thunder. Oh, and dude, I'm thinking yeah. like Queens is like a whole different world. Like it's totally. You different, guys just yeah. had like yeah, yeah like <laughs> hurricane conditions. Yeah. Um, so I am officially on the line. Yeah, you're on uh, the line. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I will say I'm I'm especially excited because this is my very first podcast uh, appearance. I Great. guess it was that your guest appearance. Yeah. So awesome. I'm particularly uh, uh, proud and 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 feeling blessed to be here. So well, thank you, Ben Craw. Welcome. You're on the line. Hell yeah. Um, let's do this. Let's do it. So um, I want to kind of start big picture, and then we'll zoom in a little bit on some of the nitty gritty with the NBA. But, okay. Okay. But big picture. So. All right, so we both grew up in the Northeast, kind of like loving and admiring the 90s Knicks and like 90s era basketball. Yes, and yes. 
We're going to talk about that a bit in in a little bit, but I feel like not too long ago, maybe as like recently as like three or four years ago, I could be totally wrong about this, but I feel like three or four years ago, you were maybe like down on the NBA. Is that true? Were you like maybe a (laughs) bit bummed on the style of play that's kind of predominant? I I mean, I I almost feel like I need to give you if yes. if, if it's no, please, uh, go there. Uh, acceptable to give you like a, a, a real quick <laughs> kind of recap of my personal basketball evolution. Journey. Yes. So in all right, it all started in the year 1993. Right. That's when I would call uh, like a formative what, what year. I would call yeah, that was my my basketball my NBA awakening. Your baptism, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, and it was an intense experience. Like, I don't think I've ever like fully and, and just wholeheartedly loved something as intensely and, and just uh, like unreservedly as I loved the 93, 94 New York Knicks. Yeah. Uh, like pretty much like since I like, and up until like the point that I like found my wife and like had a child, like I didn't know, <laughs> like that intensity of, of, love. of love and devotion. Yeah. Um, so that lasted until like, like 94 was the peak. And then it like tailed off throughout the rest of that decade. Yeah. Um, you know, with a couple spikes in like 97, 99, sure. that finals run. Sure. Early two thousands, um, there was like a flirtation, but like we were yeah. always, we're always just honestly, like, like, like yearning God, for the, the past. By the year two thousand, I I knew that, that yeah. the the best days were were done, <laughs> yeah. um, and oh, and it was a sad dark like literally like by yeah. like because it was like we was had Shaquille peaks. O'Neal Lakers and it was like well yeah. that's it like yeah, the, yeah. and so like, I, and I Patrick really, Ewing's knee pads were only getting bigger and bigger <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Ewing's flat top faded into like a weird <laughs> uh, circular fro yeah just, and like and, the widow's it, peak was just getting more and more intense yeah. yeah and the Knicks uniforms were getting like blacker and blacker yeah like and, the, the bars on the side the black bar on the, on the yeah, side yeah they were yeah it's just yeah so that was that was a dark time and then that pretty much just it just stayed like that yeah. so like it was the Shaq Lakers and then it was the Kobe Lakers. And then right. it was like, I, I don't know, like I still kind of tuned in here and there, but there was just nothing it's a different thing, man. There was nothing drawing me. Um, and it was, it was really weird. And I just kind of like got into other stuff in my life. Yeah. Um, and I, then I, I can totally kind of a, relate. Yeah. And like at the same time, like the New York giants were, were really thriving. So I really got it. I got like, yeah. you know, I, th- I sort of threw myself into the NFL and football. Yep. And then I guess it was, it's, it's all right. So I'll be honest with you, like this season in particular, and I think this definitely comes coincides uh like really really heavily with my current fantasy, fantasy basketball team. season yeah yeah I'm not gonna lie oh gonna we're doing <laughs> we're doing the full ben craw experience today don't worry oh we'll have okay. time for it all we're cracking you wide open baby but so i think like like fantasy and especially like our league in particular that, that we're both members of yeah. um commissioned um proudly by uh a one billy scafuri yeah shout outs to you commission big shout, um yeah. big shout big props um but anyway i think fantasy was kind of my my gateway uh, you know entry point back into the game and it started you know we've been in this league now for what five six years 2011 i think was our first season <sighs> yeah seven years shit yeah man so it's been a while and it was kind of a slow burn for like a long time I I like did yeah. it i was kind of like all right it's a thing yeah like it's a good way to like 
keep in touch with my buddies. You guys were all like out on the West Coast. I was on the East Coast. So yeah. it was like a fun thing. Uh-huh. My team always kind of sucked. I was always like middle of the road. Uh-huh. And then um, and then I so last year I had like kind of a crappy team that yeah. snuck into the playoffs and I made like this weird random run to the finals and almost won and then lost. But it like kind of gave me this little itch and I was like, whoa. Can you pinpoint, so that's what it, can that's you pinpoint what it anything like. about that team? Like, did you make a move? Was there like, did you all of a sudden decide to like really care one week and dive deeper into your research? Or was it just like kind of pure luck that you like won a couple it, series I, and all of a sudden you were in the it, finals? It was pure. It was pure luck. I'll be I honest. It. I didn't. I, I didn't give a shit. I had like a team that I of like kind of random dudes that yeah. I like. Uh, you know, I was like the kind of guy who like drafted whoever was ranked at the top in, during my round of the draft, and I was right. like, oh yeah, he looks good. But I, I ended up having like a pretty beast team because I drafted like Nikola Jokic, and yeah. last year I had Miles Turner uh, who had a great year, and oh, Hassan Whiteside who was like a monster. Right. So I was like dominating blocks and rebounds, and then like. <laughs> happen to have a couple good weeks with like some other categories and then whoever had Westbrook on their team like got knocked out got like a, a big upset in like the second round so I was able to sneak into the Trevor? finals was it Trevor maybe um I think I think it was um no it was um uh, who was it it was it was uh, Westworld which was oh, yeah, yeah. Randy it was yeah. Randy's team. yeah yeah anyway uh, beside the point, no one, no one who's listening to this could possibly uh, care less. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> so it like gave me like a little bit of like a taste for like oh that's yeah that's kind of fun. And so like during the playoffs, I like yeah. actually paid attention and gave a shit and was like making moves and ads so you like, like crazy. You like lucked into this success, and then you're like, wait a minute, I'm here now. I have right. to start taking it seriously. <laughs> right, and kind of for the first time, I was like, oh, this is like what it what you have to do to actually like kind of do well like you actually have to like pay attention and like really like you know (laughs) watch games and like look at stats and all that shit so then when this season came along i just kind of decided like all right i'm gonna like kind of try to do this yeah 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 (laughs) and then at the same time i like so like a couple years ago i just kind of fell out of love with football and I, I don't know. I think it also probably is is relevant that I I had a kid uh, like yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And a funny thing is, when you become a parent, first of all, you're stressed out all the time. Um. So you need distraction. Right. And you also have like a lot of like random downtime, like when you're just like fucking like holding your child, like like walking him <laughs> back and forth across a room for like two straight hours. <laughs> so you do stuff like listen like to like a podcast, like fantasy or- basketball podcast yeah, yeah look at your and phone like, yeah look yeah. at your phone as your kid is like maybe falling asleep but then isn't <laughs> falling asleep so i like found myself with a lot of like random free yeah uh, like, like who had time. the most rebounds last night like i'm waiting yeah. for my kid to fall asleep let me find and out it, and it and it just kind of coincided where it like this this thing now this, this like perfect storm. thing that i could i could pour my my like attention and just it would like distract me from like all the other like yes you know demanding things in my life yes. and uh and then, yeah, and it just kind of like helped me really fall back in love with the game. With the game, and um, and then of course, as I'm sure you'll you'll yeah. you'll mention, we're, we're I, going uh, there. We're going. Okay. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so, I've been talking for a long time. So, no, no, so. no, this is great. This is great. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let <laughs> let me delve into where you were just about to go, which is um, yeah. so so you have a, you have a full time job and you're married. I do. And yes. as as you mentioned, you now have a, a one year old child. Yeah. And yeah. then um, about a week ago, maybe ten days ago you got NBA league pass 
And tell the audience just a bit about, we want to know a little bit about your current mental state of mind, how it's affecting your work, your marriage, Mm -hmm. your relationships. Mm -hmm. Are people noticing that you have the same level of attention span? Is your wife noticing, you know, like, are you still attentive? Are you still uh, a a good partner? Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, um, I'm I'm, I'm, uh, self-aware enough. I like to think that I'm, that I, you know, I can tell... I guess what I'm trying to say is that I I really don't want this to become a problem. <laughs> yeah, because you life. can see it going because, that way. Because right now it's like such a beautiful, positive thing, become, and I love it. Yeah, and I and I just wanted to stay in this like good, uh, healthy place. Yeah, and I and I think so far I'm doing a, a pretty good job. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. Um, the phone helps a lot. <laughs> like n- like not having to be glued to a, a television a TV set. Yeah. That has got to be like that's the biggest difference between. So I grew up with a father who was a diehard, diehard New York Giants football fan. Right. And to the point where, like, it definitely, I will say, uh, you know, all due respect to, to my dad, Kevin Craw, Com- like, compromised. It, it, uh, it affected his marriage. His parenting, um, the marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it all worked out cool. We won, right. you know, a few a few rings along the way. So Great. it was all worth it. Yeah, um, totally. And now he's he's kind of in the same boat where, uh, that I'm in where he, he has real no, no real uh, passion for the NFL anymore. And, doesn't really follow it, um, you know, kind of came around to like the actual barbarity of that sport. Sure. And, um, and so that's all good. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, my point was just that back, back in that day, like if you were a sports fan, you had to just ignore the rest of your life and sit in front of a television set all day right. or all night. Um, and that was kind of your only option. So these days with the phone, it's great because you can kind of like sneak a few peeks in here or there on your phone. You can listen to it. It's beautiful. Um, on your headphones. So it's, I think it's a lot easier to, to kind of juggle that and manage that. Um, yeah. I, I, I like to think, I hope. Um, and, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully it all just kind of, uh, remains. <laughs> well, that I can... We're rooting for you. We're rooting for your marriage. We're, we're yeah, rooting thanks, for you thanks. as a parent. And it means um, a lot. Yeah. You know, my, my brother has, uh, my brother has a two year old daughter and, uh, my mom was just down visiting them and she was saying that, they have, I, I guess this is like something maybe you would know about, but on their iPad, the, on my niece's iPad, it like times out after 10 minutes. Oh. And so like she can only play with it so much before it just kind of like goes black. And I feel I'm like sure we need something like to. that for you. <laughs> we're <within laughs> yeah. league pass. We're like, Ben gets like 40 minutes of league pass a night and then it turns Except off. The difference is that like a, like a two-year-old child is like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's it and has no real yeah. power. Whereas <laughs> I would be like, Oh no! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find rig a different the system. Device. I'm yeah. gonna like go on Reddit and find a fucking like hack stream. Yeah, I trust. I would, you know, I would find a way around. You find that all the pretty, quick, pretty quickly. I, I would torrent something. I would, sure. I would, I would. I would go on the dark net. Um, whatever it takes. <laughs> Jesus probably. Christ! <laughs> all right. So I'm in touch. Uh, as you know, as you might imagine, I'm in touch with all the GMs from around the yeah. league. And um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. In our fantasy league, you are you're the alpha dog. Like your team is out front this this year. You're the number one seed. Yeah. And I have sort of been the middleman with a lot of GMs and conversations going on. So interesting, interesting. I, uh, without getting into names and not naming any of my sources, I mentioned uh-huh. to some of the people in the league, listen, I'm going to have, I'm going to have Craw on the podcast. Fabulous Funder Burks. Funder Burks. Yep. yep. Named, that, named after the, the, one of the greatest of all time, Lawrence Funder Burke. Thank uh, you. Uh, 
of the Sacramento Kings and, and other teams. So I said, what, what, uh, what do you guys want me to ask Fabulous? And Ooh. the number one question was, I heard this from several people. They said, can you confirm or deny <laughs> the existence of spreadsheets? We have heard there are spreadsheets that Ben Craw has spreadsheets. Can you find out if he has spreadsheets? So let me ask you right now, Ben, do you have spreadsheets lined up for the playoffs charting player progress? Yes or no? Okay. Uh, all right. Listen, this is probably going to be a, a pretty disappointing answer. I only have one spreadsheet. Oh, my God. Um, and it is only, and I think it's for a pretty reasonable purpose. It's only to, um, I mean, it's not even a real spreadsheet. It's just a list of numbers. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, charting the number of games per team for the three critical playoff weeks Love that it. we have. Love it. Um, Got to know that information. I mean, listen, like, <laughs> I This is not rocket science, folks. I'm playing for the crown this year. Yeah. And... You know, I've got a couple. A couple of my big studs are Minnesota Timberwolves, and I know that um, just oh from kind God. of reading and listening to you know fantasy content, um, yeah, that the Timberwolves have a quote unquote bad playoff schedule. Um, so I was like, huh, what does that mean? So I did a little research, and and it's you know you can just quickly Google like uh, NBA playoff schedule or playoff yep. grid or yep. you know game yep. game yep. grid. Um, so then I just did, yeah, I just threw some numbers into a little spreadsheet and just lined them up to be like, oh, interesting. The Philadelphia 76ers have, yeah. uh, you know, 14 games right. over the three weeks as right. opposed to the Timberwolves who have 11. Or, so. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Hey, listen, if hey, you're, if you're, if you're it. going for it, love you got to go for it. Love it. And, uh, love it. Hey, for all I know, next year I might have a shitty team and completely lose interest, but... <laughs> If you if you're you know you, you this this might be my only chance so I'm gonna go ahead and We're put all my in. all into it. So yeah. you're you're let's talk about your team real quick. So you're the number okay. one seed. We can't talk yeah. too much because there are people listening to this podcast who aren't in our, in our fantasy league. But you're the number one yeah, seed sure. in our league. You're yeah. headed into the playoffs in your conference. You are 36 mm-hmm. games up on the nearest team. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Uh, Crop. Yeah, tell me how, about it. How yeah. are you feeling about your squad headed into the playoffs? So let's just run through your roster real quick. We have Jeff Teague, Josh mm-hmm. Richardson, TJ Warren, mm-hmm. Dario Saric, Jared Allen, Kyle Lowry, Jokic, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Beal, Bradley Beal, Tobias Harris, Bogdan Bob. Bogdanovich, uh, Dejounte Murray, yeah, yeah. and Scalabassier. So, yeah, talk, see it, yeah. talk to me. How do you feel? <clears throat> uh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good. I I had a couple scares. Dude, how the hell um, did you wind up with Towns and Jokic on the same roster? Uh, I'll tell you why, Chris. It was because I drafted Jokic randomly last year. Uh, this was, uh, you know, it was his second season. He had had like a, a pretty unremarkable first year. Well, I guess he had a pretty pretty strong first year. He was okay, but I drafted him in the fifth round. Um, and in our particular league called Three Froze, we have a rule where you get to keep a player right. um, who was drafted in the fifth round or later uh, and remain on your roster for the entire season. So it just so happened that I like in my like kind of like weird and like fantasy idiot savant his last year fucking drafted this guy and then uh he had like a crazy year Breakout. had like six triple doubles and yeah. stuff and i was like i looked at you know when this year's draft came along and, and Kamish scafuri came by calling for who's your keeper i looked at my roster from last year and i was like well, well, oh yoke well. fifth round oh yeah i'll go ahead and keep him i'll keep him so he was my my keeper which is uh which is i mean honestly like that's like ha- like 
seventy percent of the reason of yes. my team's success this year. Yes, because uh, he's like a top five. Like he's like better in fantasy than he is probably in real life, and he's really good in real life. Yes. So yeah. So yeah, I have I have like him, and then Towns was I got like a you know the sixth pick or something, so a pretty high pick in this year's draft. Went with him, and he's just been like so consistent. He's like yeah. the he's never like he's not Anthony Davis. He's not like getting no. triple doubles. But he just does nothing but get 20 and 10 yeah, every night. Yeah, he's like the same numbers every night, which he's is... He's the same numbers, and here's the thing. He that, shoots that's... threes and free throws at like a super high percent. Yeah. So he just doesn't hurt you anywhere. He's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's like it's the consistent a secret thing. like... Tim yeah, Duncan. He's, he's like weapon. Tim Duncan. Is there, he totally is. Yeah. Is there a player on your roster that you love watching every night that's maybe not one of the big flashy headline guys? Like someone other than Jokic or... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great question. Great question. So um, I kind Kind of had like a, a a pretty intense. Um, what do you call like that phase when you first start dating someone oh, and yeah. everything is phase? just yeah everything is just like coming up roses yeah it's it's fading a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like clinging on, but I had a with. real real honeymoon with Dejounte Murray. Oh baby, yeah. I was able to snag him like I so waiver wire, right. huh? Yeah, man. I almost don't want to give away too many too many of my magic tricks. No, what's happening? Ah, come but, on. No one listens to this thing. Well, yeah. All right. Good. So yeah. then. One of the real keys I've I've found this season to to my success is that I'll go ahead and look at that waiver wire um, before the games even end that night. So like yeah. I'll, I'll look at someone and I'll start making moves like instead sure. of like waiting until the next morning. Yeah, you I'll make it. a move that night or at midnight or whatever. Because again, I have weird sleeping hours with my uh, with my infant son. Uh, shout out to Teo. Um, what up, Teo? And yeah, what up, Teo? Um, he's asleep right now upstairs, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I snagged DeJounte like late one night. It was like it was like an hour after the news broke that he was going to become the starter on the Spurs. Um, so I just grabbed him. And it's yeah. funny because he had been on other guys' teams like throughout the season. He'd been like a regular like kind of ad drop, like streaming guy, like because he would have little flashes, a good game here, a good game there. And then he would have a bad game. He was always uh, Tony Parker's backup. So then when he became the full-time starter, I was like, oh, this is promising. So I grabbed him and then he just like went nuts and was getting like 10 rebounds a game from the point guard position wow. and gets like mad blocks and steals. And I don't know. There's something about um, I'm, I always get like like kind of turned on by excited. any <laughs> Easy. excited. Keep it yeah, in your pants, I mean, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Turned, it is what like it is. It is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah mentally turned on. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah, hey, you know, weird, look, but we're friends. All right. Hey, any guy, any player who can get me like weird <laughs> out of position stats, <laughs> I, just, I just go nuts. I yeah, love it. I love that's it. That's the key. Like Jokic getting yeah. 15 assists. Give me a like guard that, that rebounds. Give me a center dude. that passes. Give me yeah. a freaking shooting guard that blocks shots. I'm dude, on board. <laughs> Dejounte had a game earlier this year where he had zero points and 13 rebounds. Sign me up. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. I will take that game every day. I'm so deep. I'm so deep with fantasy (laughs) at this point, like you, that. I'm basically attracted to players that are just putting up weird stats. I'd almost yeah, prefer yeah. like a weird player Anything than a good one. Anything out of the ordinary. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> like yeah. like zero points, thirteen rebounds. Basically, sounds difficult <laughs> and like a talent. And I'm and I'm interested. So yeah, 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 yeah love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Josh Richardson gets five steals in the game. Like hell yeah. Like, hell yeah. I don't care what else he does. Yeah. All right. That's um, that's your fantasy team. Um, we are we are pulling. Wait, for can, you. I, can I? Yeah, yeah. Can I turn the same? Because I mean. And let's talk a little bit. You, you've got a couple studs. You're, you're, you've snuck into the, into the playoffs here. 
oh, made a late charge. Molly this, Brown. This, uh, yeah, my team, Molly Brown, is making a late run. Um, yeah, so talk to me about your, like, sort of under-the-radar, you know, faves. <sighs> Under- I know, I know you're, I know you're a big Milos fan. I, I heard I that love, on the previous episode. Yeah, I love Milos. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I am more attracted to weirdos than I am yeah. to like good players. So like sure. Milos, I'm, I'm on board with Milos just because I like the idea that he's like smoking cigarettes before the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ronda. He, Hall- he sh- Ronda Shaved Hollis, a couple Jeff. hours ago. <laughs> yes. already Dude, like I would do anything. I would do anything for a, a, like a five o'clock shadow like like Milo mm-hmm. says. Uh, Ronda Hollis Jefferson, I he, the guy is just, I didn't expect him to be this good, but he kind of the way you're talking about Towns is like consistently 15, mm-hmm. po- 15.7 rebounds a game. Just so like valuable. journeyman. Yeah, just so like valuable. journeyman. And then like um, someone that I love, you know, Someone that I, I love watching on League Pass, I will watch any night. You know, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Utah Jazz and Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert was my oh, first dude. round pick. Dude, so, yeah. I was, we were texting about this the other night. I, <laughs> you I really, love, yeah, he's, he's my just, pick next year. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I just, those ferocious dunks. And I the know. Blocks, I've, and you know. like the fact that he has like a weird haircut, like shaves like a lightning yeah, bolt French, into his head. Man. Yeah, and he's yeah. French. I'm on board with the whole thing. Like, you know. I love any French player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, <laughs> offensive right game, his offensive game is coming around. He's a block specialist. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I love Gobert. And then my keeper, my keeper is Joel Embiid. And that, I mean, that, that rivals Jokic for like, best keeper in the league yeah so, i mean it's just i you want to keep him you want to keep him in shrink wrap yeah, yeah 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 i mean the thing about Embiid um is just the health man like like chris yeah. Stapps, it's like he's just so he's so big so he's very long yeah that uh you just like pray that he doesn't fall and hurt himself but mm-hmm, i mean watching mm-hmm. him Someone once said, I forget on some other podcast, maybe it was Zach Lowe's podcast, they were saying like Embiid, someone wants to describe Embiid as like Shaq with soccer feet. And Dude, he's, he's Shaq and Olajuwon in one guy. Yeah, it's like totally. He has like the footwork of yeah. Olajuwon. I mean, Olajuwon with like was the body with, yeah, yeah, with the body mass of Shaq. Yeah. And, 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 but he can shoot the three ball too, which Shaq, which Shaq never did. And um, yeah. it's just nuts. So he's, he's really fun. The Sixers in general are just fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. I'm, talk talk to me about the 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 experience you've had with Rajon Rondo this year. Oh, I'm so curious. <laughs> he's well, you know, as <laughs> as with all things fantasy, it's it a player's value is all relative, you know. So it's like right. it's all a matter of like where you where you drafted a player. So it's like how upset or or how happy are you with a player based on like where you drafted them you know yeah, so totally. sure. i would not be super happy with Rajon Rondo if he was my you know third round pick necessarily but to give you an idea over the last 2 weeks Rondo is averaging 10 points and like 10 assists and he's someone that I probably drafted in the eighth or ninth round. So he, yeah. yeah, he's like uh, I don't know, man. He's like he's kind of infuriating. He doesn't make sense. He can't like, shoot. Yeah, yeah, he can't really shoot. But like he's on his like sixth. Like this will probably be your last team in the league. Yeah, he's he pisses off all of his teammates. It doesn't really make <laughs> sense. But like I'm happy he's on my team. I got yeah. him really late, and he puts up those raw stats for me. So. Yeah. You know, weird, crazy, yeah, he's crazy. A, he's a weird player, man. He's a really weird player, but yeah, 
Yeah, that's my squad. I like my I like my team. I'm hoping that I can make uh, a run at that eighth seed in the playoffs. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we'll see. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk real quick about your hometown team, my hometown team, the All New right. York Knicks. I mean. If you want, we can <laughs> we can briefly discuss like the current state of the Knicks. I feel like we maybe owe like a real brief conversation to the audience about like the the sad current state of the Knicks, and then I want to do a yeah. deep dive on like the nitty gritty stuff that we love, which is '90s Knicks, right? Which is the the past, and so, probably the the stuff that I love will be the past for a very long time, <laughs> of course, as as opposed to the present of this. And basketball I don't squad. think that's really that unusual. I think like as people, we tend to sort of like romanticize the sure. past and just like have nostalgia for the past. But there is good reason for our Knicks nostalgia. There's those, also those teams were special. Reality that yeah yeah that. Right. Yeah, the current team. I the mean, current team. So the current team's lost thirteen of the last fourteen games. They're one and five mm-hmm. since the All Star break. If the NBA lottery right. happened today, they would select ninth overall. Um, we'll run through the roster: uh, Ron Baker, Michael Beasley, Trey Burke, <laughs> Damian Dotson, Tim Hardaway Jr., Isaiah Hicks, Jared Jack, Ennis Cantor, Luke Cornett. Courtney Lee, Emmanuel Moutier, Joakim Noah, Frank Nielakina, Kylo Quinn, Kristaps Porzingis, Lance Thomas, and Troy Williams. So, yeah. Cro- Cro- yeah. how many of those players have did you know were on the Knicks? Like three, um, four, five? I mean, I knew I knew the names of some, like almost, of, some of them. Almost exclusively because of fantasy, fantasy basketball. Sure. I can't even did you tell know, you the last Did you know Isaiah I, Hicks was on the Knicks? Do you know who? No, he, no I don't think yeah. has he. He hasn't played, has he? Has I he don't think so. No, he, no, he's like a bench guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. I would say that the strongest uh, like emotional connection I have to any of these players was maybe three months ago. Yeah. I I had a a dream that <laughs> Frank Nilakina randomly popped into, and I can't explain why I. I like woke up and I was like, "Oh, Frank Nilakina was in my dream." No shit. And I think it, yeah. And I think it, and uh, I, I think it was maybe because like someone had like added him recently, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like Billy had added him and he had like had like a good game. I flirted and, with, I flirted with Frank at one point early in the yeah, season. Yeah, because right, you, you. I mean, well, I think he's so, going to be good, but they're Jeff so Hornacek, bad. The thing is that they're he, so bad that they have opportunities. Like the the team is so bad that they're right, like ample opportunities for players to get on the court so it's like this guy is a high high lottery pick they have every reason to develop him like if he can get 25 minutes a night he can be like a like a low rung point guard maybe in fantasy turns out um (laughs) that was not the case yeah other ideas <laughs> yeah basically yeah yeah uh, so yeah. yeah the Knicks he currently started, he started his first game of the entire season uh like i think like two or three nights ago right and they started him at his... hey 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 you're back you're back, hey, you're hey, back. No. all right you were saying two or three nights ago he started his first game at yeah they started him for the first time all season which is crazy to begin with but they started him at at, at shooting guard shooting not guard. his natural position which is point guard yeah so the knicks have this like conundrum they have these three they have like a three-headed point guard situation with trey burke frank nilakina and emmanuel moutier right. um and but those the, other two guys like that shouldn't be a conundrum like, i know those guys aren't 
I aren't kn- good. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. The thing is, like, they've invested in Frank. I think they, you know, they've begun playing him at shooting guard alongside Moody, Moody and Burke because I think they feel that he's not as quick as most modern-day point guards, but he's long enough and, and defensive-minded enough that he can play against shooting guards. Um, mm, I like Frank, man. I'm buying, so they, they I'm buying Frank them stock. To, into, um, yeah, me too. I mean, right. Like he's, he's 19. You see film, he's 19 and you see film and you're like, Oh, he knows how to make a good pass. And he's like, yeah, he seems like a great defender. Yeah. Um, he's just, they just, the thing with the Knicks is like, you know, this, you know, this from watching this team the last 20 years, they just get impatient and then they trade off like their young assets. Trevor, yeah. Trevor, it's a terrible, Trevor Ariza terrible used to be a rebuilding. Nick. They just, they yeah. don't know how to rebuild. David Lee was a Nick. They don't want to be like a shitty team in New York city. No, but the so thing is they're just like a pretty bad team. Yeah. They need city. to, they need to be bad. They need to like suffer through yeah. mediocrity in order to develop into like a good young team. But it's I not going to happen overnight. That, the fact that they've been so bad for so long and their highest draft pick in the past 20 years has been what, like six or seven, something like yeah, that. Like, they, they, they just missed drafting Steph Curry. I think that year they picked eighth and they took Jordan Hill. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a good, yeah. That, that, makes that sense. says it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about, um, you know, this is something I was thinking about the other day, but the history of New York Nick, point guards since the 1994 (laughs) finals. I want to read through a list of players. So we have had over 40 guys play point guard. Wait, oh my God. Yeah. I just remembered the other day. Sorry. Like I, I love playing this game where you like, and it, and somehow it continues to, I I'm, I'm continually like surprised when like certain names like pop up in my head. Insane. Mike Bibby. Oh, dude, Mike we're, we're going to cover it. We, I had, I like completely yeah. forgot about that. We're going to relive hadn't. the beauty of some <laughs> of these guys. So we've had 40 people man the point guard position <laughs> since the 19, 1990, 1994 finals. So yeah. let's, I'm going to run through these names with you and let me know, stop me if any of these names just like pops out at you, you want to share sure. a thought. So we had mm-hmm. Greg, Greg Anthony from 1991 to 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Greg I mean, Anthony. Gr- uh, honestly, like great. Uh, solid. You know, tough, defensive, like very, very solid. Backup started started most of the games for the 93-94 Knicks before he reached the finals uh, after well, Doc no, Rivers was, got hurt. And then yeah, Derek Harper. Was, and, then, and then we traded for Derek Harper and Anthony became the backup. Right, and, right. Um, just like he a didn't solid start for too Nick. long because Harper came in like not too long after Rivers exactly. went down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doc Rivers, nineteen ninety two to ninety four. We mm-hmm. had uh, Derek Harper from ninety four to ninety six. Yeah, he, he Derek was, Harper, great. Yeah, man, very, he was he was really steady. solid. Floor general, two and, in his two, defense, could hit a couple killer threes now and then. Two and a half seasons with the Knicks, averaged eleven yeah. and four, uh, and then he went back to the Mavericks. Um, this next guy is like maybe maybe like the most true New York Nick point guard we've had in the last couple decades. Charlie Ward, nineteen ninety four to two thousand and four. All um, right, all right. Heisman Trophy I've, winner at Florida State. Yeah, was the twenty sixth pick by the Knicks in nineteen ninety four. Um, give me a thought. I, I've got some trivia for Char- about Charlie Ward. Go ahead. Um, so Charlie Ward was uh, obviously, you know, Heisman Trophy winner, right. national championship winner. Like, Incredible. Um, yeah. So when you look up Charlie Ward on Wikipedia, yeah. his his photo is 
is him in a in a Florida State Seminoles jersey. Sure. His 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 Wikipedia photo is him as a football player. Sure. Not as a basketball player. But weirdly enough, there's a basketball in like a little like cubby hole. Like he's like clearly like in some kind of a locker room. Yeah. So there's a little basketball like like <laughs> off the like left corner of his shoulder in the photo, but it's like in the background. Right. He's wearing a football jersey. Which would lead me to believe, like this, this guy probably should have been like a that, football player. That was the passion. <laughs> yeah, that was, was that was, was a, a true love. <laughs> he was really good at football. Yeah, um, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And and then the other weird thing about him is that is that he um, he got drafted in in Major League Baseball as well. Did he? Really? Even though he never he never played college baseball, but because he was just so fucking good at everything else, like yeah. um, I think uh, it might have been the Yankees or someone like a couple of teams just like took a flyer on him just like drafted him they're like ah, who knows like maybe maybe he'll just get like confused about like what you know if it's not football maybe it's not that maybe he'll want to be a baseball player (laughs) so we'll just we'll just draft him incredible yeah the milwaukee the milwaukee brewers drafted him in the 59th round of the 93 free agent draft (laughs) he played Um, 580 games with the knicks over 10 years he averaged six and a half points Four assists. He ranks seventh in, fan, in franchise history in total assists and fifth in steals. Mm-hmm. And he was traded to the Suns on January fifth, two thousand four, for none other than Stephon Marbury. He was in the Steph deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like part of so many. Like he was a a pretty I would say inconsequential player on the court, but he's like emotionally he's like, important. Yeah, and, and also like involved in so many like kind of random like the fact that he was like part of the Steph deal, and was then he, the other big the Alonzo Mourning fight. Yeah, so that was exactly what I was about to say. The other big like I would say like turning point Moment. maybe in like in yeah. like nineties Knicks history. Yeah, that ninety six ninety seven Knicks team was actually really good because that was the year that they got um, Allen Houston and right. like, Larry Johnson came in. Right, right, um, right. And they were like poised to knock off Do a stuff. very good Miami Heat team. Yeah. And it was Charlie Ward who was flipped over PJ Brown's like thigh, yeah, um, like a fucking ragdoll, and uh, and then of course like you know the entire team like took one step off of the bench and Incredible. was suspended for two games. Incredible. And and the Knicks lost that series, which they had like they were like up three one, like there was no way they were going to lose that. Um, so I remember being extremely extremely angry because that was like that kind of felt like the last year they were really going to like be like sort of a serious yep. threat even though they made the run in 99 that was like a total fluke but um but yeah oh and then the other thing about charlie ward um which i don't know we, we don't need to dwell on this, no but. no i want to do a solid hour and a half on charlie ward give me more well so all right so just a quick note on his stats like when i when i went back and I looked at them i don't think i remembered how bad he was on offense uh-huh. And actually, how good he was on defense. He oh. was actually like a much better defensive player than I realized. Yeah, wow. Um, That's one of those things he was that just like, gets lost in, in translation yeah, over time. Like he was just so like not flashy and like not like no one, no yeah. one talked about him. But um, but just so, yeah. Well, real it was quick like thing. pre. It was like pre fantasy. You know, it was like like fantasy basketball wasn't as big of a thing in 1996 or 1998. Right. So like, so you if, would, like if, if you watch a few games, if it was you're like the eye test. Yeah. If it. your bread and butter was defense. People knew that about you, but now I feel like in modern basketball, your value is quantified in terms of like, where would you be taken in a fantasy basketball draft, you know? Right, so right. It's just different. Yeah. He's um, definitely like a, like a late, like 10, 11th round. All right. More, more of these Knicks point guards. We got Chris Childs from 1996 to, th- to, to uh, 2001. 
Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. signed with the Knicks from the Nets. Um, Scott Brooks had a cup of coffee with the Knicks. Yeah, that's right. Scotty Brooks. Yeah. Uh, Rick Brunson, 1999 to 2001. Yeah, that's like right around the time that I pretty much checked out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson began his career with the Knicks in 1987, got traded away yep. for Doc Rivers, and then came back in 2001, from 2001 to 2002. Um Rookie of the Year in 1987, Mark Jackson. Yeah, great, great chemistry with Ewing yep. uh, when they were young. Like he was, he was an awesome point guy. Yeah, I mean, Doc Rivers was actually pretty good when we when we got him in like 90, 92, whatever and then that was. He really messed up his knee, right? Yeah, he blew out his knee big time, and it was like because he was he was like kind of a a, a leader of that 92, sure. 93 team, um, and then it kind of looked like it was going to be pretty hairy. And I don't even remember how we got Derek Harper. Because he was like a really good player on the Mavericks. He was um, traded for Derek Harper. Derek Harper was traded. Well, I guess we traded Rivers. But how did we trade Rivers if he was injured? Doesn't, I mean, we must have just given like draft picks or something. Um, oh, he was like a stud. He came from Dallas for Tony Campbell and the 1997 first round pick. Mm, and, interesting. It, yeah, that's what it was. All right, yeah. so after Mark Jackson, this is where, yeah. this is where things start getting really weird and transitional. Yeah, now, now it goes So down. now we have the Scott Layden Knicks. We bring in Howard Isley. Um, mm-hmm. From the Utah Jazz. From the Utah yeah. Jazz. Then after that, we had Moochie Norris. He had a two-year stint Moochie. with the Knicks. Yep. Yeah, flat top Moochie Norris. Uh, oh, I'm not, I, forget the, I forget the Moochie Norris hair, but this, now we're in the Isaiah Thomas regime. Then after Moochie Norris, we get... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, but yeah. do yourself a quick favor and Google Moochie Norris. Like, just, sure. just get a quick look. Not not quite a flat top, but it's. I think it's Moochie worth Moochie Norris. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. After Moochie Norris, we have Stefan Marbury, 2004 right. to 2009. Um, yeah, like, totally remember, like... like like hearing about that, I was at work one morning and I remember hearing about that trade and being like, Oh, I'm going to have to start watching the Knicks again. And I had like a little period there where I was like, you know, he was like a, such a huge, like he was a he was superstar. A star, like you man. had, yeah, you had to star. watch him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was always, I was always a big fan of Marbury and like rooting for him really hard. He was like, he was Allen Iverson light basically yeah you know, you know what i mean and um, and unlike most of their other acquisitions he wasn't like past his prime when they actually got him like he was still yeah like pretty he much went the top to, of his game. he went to high school in coney island or he grew up in coney island and i think he went right. to high school at uh was it christ the king or rice i forget it was one or the other but it was one of the major new york city powerhouses right that was to, a big story yeah. he went to new york he kid. went to high school with my cousin's boyfriend and i had he- oh, been no hearing shit. yeah i'd been hearing about this guy stefan marbury for years and years so i was so invested in his career wow and awesome. so i was super psyched when he came back to the, when he came to the knicks and it was you know pretty disappointing bittersweet you know, run. Yeah. I mean, he was here for five years. He averaged 18 points and seven assists as a Nick, but we made wow. just one playoff appearance. And, yeah. you know, it, most of the seasons were losing. No records. talent around him at all. And like then, he was, yeah. yeah. His, his relationship with like Larry Brown and Dan Tony just completely went into the gutter. And then everything with Isaiah Thomas, the 2007 sexual harassment case. It was just, yeah. it was pretty much, that was a, a, that was disaster. a time like, Post Marbury like arrival and pre uh, fantasy uh, years like that's by far when I was the most like I didn't even I didn't, I didn't even like read like headlines about 
basketball. Yeah, I was just like, it just got really depressing. It got yeah. really sad, dude. It <laughs> I, got I had to sad. just remove. I had to remove myself from that situation. No, I, I forgive you. I just want you to let you know all Knicks fans forgive you. So we yeah, had cool. after that right. we had we, we had Jamal Crawford, Nate Robinson, Stevie yeah. Franchise, Steve Francis, uh, Steve Francis yeah. played play for the Knicks for a year. I mean, this is like what 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 world were we living in? Steve Francis and Stefan Marbury were backcourt mates. I mean, hey, it worked for Frazier and Monroe, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come I on. This is the yeah. second coming, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we had Chris Duhon, uh, Anthony Robertson, Tony Douglas, Sergio Rodriguez, Raymond Felton, Chauncey Billups, yeah. Anthony Carter, Mike Bibby. <laughs> I literally did not remember that Chauncey Billups was also Chauncey in. Billups. For, for, wow. Yeah, was it? Even a season, I'm not. No, it was 21. It was 21 regular season games. Chauncey Billups was in New York. 21 Nick. games. <laughs> 21 games. Um, if memory serves correct, he injured his knee in the first game of the playoffs against the Celtics, mm. and they shut him down. Yeah. And then after that, the Knicks amnestied him. They waived him, and uh, I think from there he got traded. Maybe or no. He was got, it was this pre Denver or post Denver? This is. Post Denver, he came over with Mello from Denver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes um, sense. More Nick, more Nick point guards. Mike Bibby, Baron Davis, Jeremy Lin, yeah. Jason Kidd, Pablo yeah. Prigioni. Uh, so that's when I started coming back, like a little bit on board. Like I when? went to a, Prigioni. I went. No, actually, like um, like Lin. I mean, Lin Sanity. Like, Lin Sanity. I, like we, all, we we were all there for that. Like, sure. You had to be. Um, yeah. And also, uh, fun fact, I was able to, I think that was the first or maybe second year of our, of our fantasy league. And I was actually the guy that snagged Lynn off oh, really? the waiver wire. Yeah. So yeah. I had him on my team during Lynn sanity and it was like, Whoa, like this, I, like, this could I be might, a thing. and then of course he was injured by the end of the season. Yeah. Which uh, like we all knew would happen. Like, sure. I believe a fellow uh, league member, Adam Lustig either like tweeted or, or like wrote something that like still resonates with me where it was like at the height of Lynn sanity when like, everything was just going going right and he like wrote online this will all end in tears <laughs> oh god and i was like you're right like Adam's i don't know like how, the most but pessimistic right. nick fan <laughs> yeah. i know I but he was it. fucking right he was totally right he was 100 percent right all right the last yeah. of the group is shane larkin langston galloway jerry and grant Derek rose brandon jennings ron mm. baker so, mm. I mean, it's just like a sad collection. <laughs> it's a sad mm. collection of guys, and we're still we're still looking for somebody. So we hope we hope that Frank Nielakina can maybe yeah, be the answer. Yeah, we're pulling for you, Frankie. But, man, like we really could use like a. I mean, I'll take a Charlie Ward again. Honestly, sure. that guy, like sure. you know, coming coming full circle. Like he was a steady. You know, he was a floor general. He was a he was a quarterback, if you will, on the basketball court. Yeah, yeah he was consistent at least. All right. So normally we talk a little news around the league, but things uh, since. We're we're running short on time here. Why don't we just jump ahead and talk about some of the games coming up this week? Talk a little gambling. So, all right, is this the, is this the bet section of the podcast? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw all some right. stuff at you. So, so Let normally, me... normally we talk point spreads for games, sure. but um, since it's Thursday night and all the games are happening, we can mm, talk about the right, Friday right. night games. But those lines aren't available. So, I'll just ask you really quick who you got in any of these games. Just tell me okay. who's going to win. So we got, right, cool. this is for Friday night. So Chicago at Detroit, who you got? Mm, that's got to be Detroit. I mean, yeah. Chicago's. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> real quick. Can we talk about one of the funniest things that I think happened this season? Uh-huh. Was that was the, the Chicago Bulls got reprimanded by the NBA for sitting their, <laughs> their stars. I love. For, 
for arresting their stars. I love those stars being Robin Lopez and <laughs> Justin Holiday. <laughs> I love, I love, I love. I mean, listen, when you pay NBA's money to, to, to go to a Bulls game, you're going, yeah, to see that to see that Robin Robin Lopez and, <laughs> and his caveman hair. Yes, like, oh, I mean, you, if you Bob. don't see. Yeah. You're going home. You're going home disappointed, kid. If you if you don't get to see, you know, Rolo playing. I got the Atlanta playing, playing a full thirty minutes. The Atlanta Hawks at the Indiana Pacers. Who you got? Mm, that's got to be Pacers. because The Hawks are not good. Indy. All right. Yeah. Uh, Houston. This is the game of the night. I think Houston at Toronto. Wow. So yeah. that's tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night. I know I what you're doing. Actually, tune in for yeah, that. Dude, I know what you're doing. That's gonna be yeah. a real, real good game. Yeah, that's tough because. I mean, you gotta you gotta lean towards Houston because they're just on such a roll. They're just not, they're. A- Can I? I'm I'm gonna stake my claim. I'm gonna plant my flag in the ground. I'm going with Toronto here. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sign okay. me up. Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, Jonas Valanciunas. I would make me I'm look good, rooting, boys. I'm rooting hard for. the Of course Raptors. we are. I of course love we this are. Team. Yeah. How can you not? We were texting back and How forth during not? that game last night with Derozan and yeah. the dunk and the, the ridiculous we're overtime. We're basically Canadians. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Freddie Van Vliet, the I love, story of the love, year possibly in the I NBA. Love. Yeah. Uh, I got. Utah. They are a team with heart. They have heart like written all over them. The Utah Jazz at the Memphis Grizzlies. We're going. We're going Utah here, huh? Got to go Utah. Yep. Utah dismantled the Pacers last night. Mm-hmm. I got the Knicks at the Bucks. Uh, Got to go Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. I got the Wiz at the Pelicans. Now we got a banged up Pelican squad. Ooh. Anthony Davis Ooh. just sprained his ankle, so he's going to be right. Sitting. He's not playing right. I mean, got to go Wiz without. I think let's without go Wiz. Davis. Yeah, let's have I mean, let's uh, have a big night from Bradley Beal. Is that too much to ask? I would love it. He's on my team. Love love what Beal's doing. About, uh, uh, but I will say, Drew Holiday is kind of like a, a sneaky like he's he's like the other reason why that team is so good. Yes. Uh, I got Lakers at Nuggets. Lakers have been playing great. Wow. Nuggets are on a little bit of a skid. They're playing probably going to beat the Lakers. Lives. Yeah. I think they really got to, yeah, they turned around. By the way, I, I just have to give a quick shout out to Jokic for remembering how to play basketball. I think I mentioned to you that I was like having a fucking meltdown yes, yesterday. Uh, I was really quite concerned um, for my star player, but he had a great, great game last night. So I was very happy to see that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. I think I think he'll have another big game because they don't have, I mean, Randall's their only big man. He's not a real defensive stopper. So uh-huh. I feel like he could tear that team up pretty well. Okay. I got the Golden State Warriors at the Portland Trailblazers. Mm, gotta go, gotta go, Dubs. Gotta go, I Dubs. Mean, Portland's sneaky Ooh, good though. This is I a mean, fun one. I got, I got a, I got an Orlando Magic at the Sacramento Kings. Just a bunch of bad teams. Wow. Any injuries of note here? No. Uh, oh, I think De'Aaron Fox is maybe day to day. Fox is maybe. Yeah, he's got like a thing, a back thing. I might go Kings. Yeah, they're I'm going Kings. Kind of. They're kind of like you know they're playing their youngsters now. Give me that. Cowbell. I got Bogdan and Scal. They're yeah. kind of like putting it together a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're they're both terrible teams. Last so. game of the Who night: knows? Cleveland at the Clippers. Clippers been uh, scrappy. Might have to go Cleveland. Got to go. Cavs. By the way, did you? Yeah, did you watch LeBron against against the, the Nuggets last night? Incredible, incredible. He is. Yeah, he's very good at basketball. Yeah, he's he's LeBron James. He's what he's what we thought he was. So I, I like as part of my NBA Renaissance, I've been really delving hard into because it's funny. Like I feel uh-huh. like, um, kind of like. You know, I'm getting as obsessed with the game today as I was, you know, in my childhood in the 90s. This and is of what course, I love. Like, yeah. The question, if you're trying to compare 
the modern day and the nineties is who is better LeBron or Jordan. And I just, I like, it's a question that fascinates me. And I feel like for a long time, I was like, that's a stupid question. Why, right. why would you even like, it's ridiculous. And I still feel that sort way. of think that in my heart, but I got to say, like, I'm the more time that passes, the more I'm like, wow, it, I, I'm like fine with <laughs> is, either argument. This is a new day, Ben Craw. I, I never mean, thought I would hear I, this no, coming like, out of your mouth. Record, and I, I want to say, still, I love it. And I'm proud I'm of you. And this I'm is growth. One, and I'm proud yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it honestly it feels like growth for me. yeah it feels this like is a big, growth this it feels is like growth. a big step yes yeah i want kate I mean, to know this is progress god damn yeah it's just like i know i mean listen there's like lots of arguments that you can make and they're stylistically still, different players but there's right. no doubt that lebron is in the company of jordan he's I he's think, he's on the mount rushmore you know what i, I mean i think that I think the final like uh, like upshot that I always like end with is that I think that for the sort of physical bodies that they have, uh, they are like you can't be better than that. So like yeah. in a way, it's like Jordan is the best. Uh, I mean, whatever. I guess you could say that for like a center too. But I think it you know ultimately like it comes down to these two guys. Like sure. And I just sort of feel like given like the actual like physical limitations and like what they had to work with, like they're equally the like the peak of what you can do with that. This is if growth. That makes sense. You've you grown. Know? <laughs> you've grown so much as a human. I mean, fuck. And I'm really yeah. proud of you. Yeah, um, well. Real quick, let's talk gambling. So I have Demar mm. Derozan. Demar Derozan at. Uh, on Friday night, DeRozan yeah. at uh, or at home for the Houston Rockets. So give me mm. DeMar DeRozan over or under 35 combined points, rebounds, and assists. Over or under 35 points, rebounds, and assists. Mm. To give you a snapshot, he he averages about 24 points a game. Right. Just came off like a 42-pointer right against the Pistons. I'm looking for the number 35. Uh, I'm going to go under on that okay. one. And Great. that's because the Houston Rockets just have a goon squad of people they can throw at him. Great. Um, these these guys, like, who I don't, like, know who they are, like, P.J. Tucker and, like, Luke Mambute, whatever. Can't pronounce it. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, we, just, they just go out and, like, just kind of, like shut dudes down like i think that's kind of all they're there for like they don't do anything else i'm on board with team toronto and team i I want i I want to go over 35 hard uh give me gobert at the memphis grizzlies oh yeah over or under i don't even care what you're asking i'm going over on this one (laughs) i love it over under 34 combined points rebounds and blocks 35? 34. Oh, that's an an over. That's an easy over. Oh, baby, I love it. How about Bradley? He's going to go 25 and 15 already, and that's even without blocks. I got Bradley Beal at the New Orleans Pelicans over or under 32 combined points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, I'm going over. We can go over. Pelicans don't really have anyone to stop him. I'm playing. Now I got LeBron versus the Clippers 
over or under nine rebounds? Might have to go under on that one. Fun. Deandre, Fun. DeAndre and you yeah. know who's actually getting some boards these days is my boy Toby Harris. He's <laughs> your like, boy Toby Harris. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my, my god, dude, he's like having a he's having his own little renaissance. Of over course there he in is. LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. That headband is just got magical powers. All right, LeBron King James. This is Ben Cross saying he he's got you for the under nine rebounds. Prove him wrong. How about Julia? The, the last one, Julius Randall, over or under? 30 combined points, rebounds, and assists. Lakers, Lakers are playing the Denver Nuggets. We're in Denver. Uh, in Denver. Combined in Denver. points, rebounds, mm. and assists. Over or under 30? I might have to go under on that one. He's, not a, big, he's not a big rebounder, that guy. Uh, he's I had a like hot he sh- month, man. He's he's yeah. he's yanking down boards. Look at his numbers. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm buying that thin air. You know. Yeah, know. And, yeah that's and, true. And Millsap's looking pretty strong yeah. now. He might be able to bang him down it's true. low. It's true. He's got you know. All right, real quick. Let's talk league pass power rankings. I want to know oh my who God. <laughs> are your favorite teams to watch and why. Just give me a player, a coach. Is it a court you love? Is it a fan base you love? Whatever it is. Give right. me some. Give me some of your favorite teams. A couple of my personal nominees. I'm mm-hmm. putting. I'm putting Utah up there real quick. I was actually like that might have been my first pick. Yeah. Um, mostly because of now they don't do it every every home game, but when they do that nice little southwestern oh, yeah. uh, vibe yes. uh, with like the oh my god that real light pale hardwood. Yeah. Where you can just see the players just pop out of it. It is keep it in your pants. Watch yeah. on the HD screen. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's um, real nice. And then on top of that, you got Gobert Mitchell. And you know who who I really love watching? Who? Joe Ingles. Oh Jesus. <laughs> He's like a substitute Dude. teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is the best. He's so like how did wait what dude he like, just gives he just gives us hope just like guys in our 30s like us he's just like if he, he can play pro ball up, maybe we can too. he's a dad who just came from the ymca he's yes. like yo you guys want to run again i can yeah, hit threes yeah i'll just yeah. focus on threes you guys do everything else <laughs> um uh, i love that guy yeah i love watching the utah jazz give me some give me a game in toronto any night i mean mm-hmm. the rockets the rockets are of just a fun team so yeah i actually more, haven't i haven't caught that much of them more, I mean, well to be honest with you they're so good that they're often on national tv like for, for right, those right. really big exciting games they're usually on espn or tnt whatever it is yeah. um, but if they're if they're playing a local game i'll check them out and then some of the other ones i love like dude I, lately i've been uh i've been checking in on the indiana pacers that's fun uh, yeah. really yeah yeah i mean yeah i do want to say that's another team that i've kind of missed this year but i want i gotta see oladipo like doing his thing because yeah. i just feel like oladipo's fun that's a spectacle yeah. i check in on the 76ers <laughs> see how my boy Embiid is doing mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. when boogie Cousins, and benny simmons is just like he's just, like the insane. new penny hardaway insane like and when yeah when boogie when boogie cousins was healthy i would go down to uh, New Orleans every sure, every, yeah. now, every now and then just check in on the local telecast. I mean, I feel like you still got to watch AD because he's just like making history yeah. like every night. He's uh, just, like, you just know, yeah, it's like appointment television. Dude, I, lo- I I gotta say, I gotta give I gotta give a shout out to to my uh, my Denver Nuggets because Jokic and his passing and like I mean you know this guy got a triple double in like sixteen minutes or something Incredible. like or like like of, of actual playing time yeah like last month and then these other guys that they have the their their guards uh Murray and uh, and Gary Harris are like just super fun like just little like they're like 
Um, they're like, uh, you know who they are? They're like Chris Jackson clones or uh, Mahmoud Abdul Roof. Do you remember yes, that guy? Yes, of course, of course. They're like two of him. <laughs> like they're like the same player where they just shoot threes and then have like random like awesome drives to the hoop. Yeah. Um, Dude, yeah, they're, I, they're, they're a super fun, like high flying team. I feel dirty admitting it, but like the last week or two, I've definitely watched a couple of Laker games on league pass and yeah. they're getting kind of good and fun. And it's not something I'm really comfortable admitting because I have so many right, Laker wait. fan friends. Yeah, real quick question. Yeah. Who's who's the uh, the young core that you would most uh, want to have? Lakers, <sighs> Sixers, Nuggets are up there um, for me. I mean, I guess, is Gobert still young? Is, does that, do they count? Does, uh, yeah, like Gobert's Jazz? young. I think maybe, yeah. the, well, I, I, I think, um, I mean, it, for me, it's not even debatable that you'd rather have the Sixers over everyone else. Yeah, but you maybe the more to. interesting question is like, Who's the young who's the young core on a bad team that you would most want? Like who's a team right. that's not making the playoffs this year, but you would say like, yeah, but I would want their roster in three years. From like now. a real bad like a team like worse than the like Lakers, a lottery team. Like a lottery team. Yeah. yeah. Like I, 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 would I would say, say like, honestly. The Lakers uh, core the Lakers core is really good. You know, like they're I think they're two years away from being a fun team in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Ingram's look great. I hope they keep Randall and I keep, I hope they just like keep unleashing him because he's a beast. Like he's just like an energy player. Lonzo. Yeah, he's an absolute beast. Lonzo's shot is getting much better. And then they just have all these young dudes, you know, like Josh Hart's really good. Kuzma has been incredible. Yeah. So I guess I, hate I to feel like, it, but. People are talking about they're going to deal Lonzo, and I feel like that's a bad move. Like, I feel like he's going to be really good. Like, really? I think he's like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like he just does so many things, even if his shot's not falling, that he, like, he doesn't get, like, the headlines that Ben Simmons gets or even, like, you know, Donovan Mitchell. But, like, he just, he gets, like, like six steals sometimes. And then yeah. he just gets, you know, like, eight assists and, like, ten boards. Like, just random, like he can kind of just do anything and it's kind of random. And sometimes he hits like three for three threes. And like, I just kind of feel like once he, and he's like 19 or 20 or whatever he is, like, I think he could develop in like a, like a sneaky, really, really, yeah. a really good player. <laughs> yeah. I think he looks good. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see if his shot, like if, if, if I mean, I know there's all like that drama surrounding him and stuff, but yeah. if that can just kind of be like pushed aside, like, I hope. Yeah. Um, let's talk real quick about the East and West playoff standings. Specifically, right, let's talk, right. let's talk the me. West, just because we're running short on time. But yeah. currently, seeds 3 through 10 are separated by four games. So this right. is in the West. The Portland Trailblazers, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Timberwolves, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Clippers, the, Den- the Denver Nuggets, and the Utah Jazz are separated by four games. Mm-hmm. Um who do you like of this bunch? So is there, uh, if the playoffs began today, one through eight would be Houston, Golden State, Portland, New Orleans, San Antonio. The sixth seed would be Minnesota. And then it would mm-hmm. be OKC and the Clippers and the Nuggets and Jazz would miss the playoffs. Do you yeah. think the Nuggets or the Clippers can make a run at the eighth seed? I think that I or think the, Jazz. the I think the Jazz. Uh, yeah, baby. I think the Nuggets are. We are all still, in on the Jazz. I, yeah, I, 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 lo- I love our taste in basketball. They, they fucking rock the Pacers, who are like one of the they're the mean, fourth, fifth crawl, best team in the East. Crawl, what yeah. would what is our ideal NBA Finals? I, I mean, it's basically oh, Jazz man. Raptors or something, right? Like it is like a bizarro in like well, we want I mean, like a bizarro like, world the ultimate like underdog story would be raptors warriors obviously yeah. but 
like realistically, if that finals happened, it wouldn't be a good finals. I, I would like love... as league pass dorks. We want to oh, see like who do we like? <laughs> we would love a Nuggets. Yeah, We'd I want to like, see like Nuggets Raptors or Nuggets or jazz Raptors, Raptors. Jazz yeah. Raptors would be so fun. <laughs> uh, what about like Tobias Harris, the Clippers in you know like finals? Oh, I would love it. Yeah, like. Let's get yeah. Tobias Harris like getting yeah. his his due, you know. Yeah, M- Milos like getting totally. yeah, interviewed before the game That'd be so on, on, fun. On, a, on a national uh, yeah, dude, platform. Like, fuck the Rockets, fuck yeah. the Warriors, like fuck I mean, all these good teams. Boring, I honestly. want like, the good weirdo teams in the finals. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz. I mean, any of those, I'd be I'd be super stoked right, so about. You, you think um, the Jazz can make a run at the eighth seed? I think the Jazz are looking real strong. I think the Nuggets are just there's just too much stuff they're working out with Millsap's return and yeah. you know Jokic is like kind of a head case I guess he's so good but sometimes he's not good and they just have too many like weird moving parts. Well, he has that like which, that like Europe. He's the European stereotype where he's like just not a selfish player, <laughs> and, yeah. and the Nuggets have to like encourage him to like be selfish and take shots. And right, he, and when he does, he's unstoppable. Yeah, he has but like the, he, he, he has doesn't. like the mind and the spirit of a point guard but like the yeah. team needs him to shoot more yeah. basically and and the body of like a retired center from like 20 years ago <laughs> I, know, I know uh fun 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 but yeah i think the jazz are gonna be uh, they're gonna make a, they have to make a run i don't know if the clippers are gonna hang on i don't know if the timberwolves are gonna hang on honestly i don't know man all right, the get, Spurs could slip. Let's talk, there's a lot. There's a lot of movement that's going to happen. Let's talk gambling odds real quick. So, um, to win the yeah, NBA man. Finals right now, the Warriors mm. are minus one fifty, meaning you have to bet one hundred and fifty dollars in order to win a hundred bucks. So mm. these are your uh, these are your current gambling odds. So w- Warriors right. are minus one fifty. Then we have Rockets three to one. Mm. We have the Cavs five to one. I have a Raptors at 12 to 1. I have a Celtics 20 to 1. I have an OKC 33 to 1. I have a 76ers 50 to 1. Can I entice you with any of these odds? Don't take, I mean, don't take the boring stuff. Don't take the chalk. I'm not interested no. in the Warriors pick. Can, yeah, can we I mean, get behind like a 12 to 1 Raptors? I could, I could, I was gonna, that's the one. Like, that's that, a that low risk, out. dude. Like, 12 we, to 1. And if they, if, we toss if 100 the, bucks if the at Rockets that. can somehow knock off the Warriors, they're gonna be so spent from that series. Yeah. You just know. That's it. And that's the, the Raptors don't seem like they have that hard a pass. I mean, it's gonna be tough to go through Cleveland, obviously, but I sort of feel like they've got the depth to do it. And then it's like, if you give me Raptors, Rockets, that was, that's like 50-50 odds to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, man. I don't know. Like, I Dude, know the, yeah, the Rockets the, are real good. The but. Raptors are just so deep. They are so yeah. deep, man. They are just, they have guys coming off the bench and you're like, they can just send waves. Who are you? Yeah. Where did you come from? You're just yeah. this long, lanky, Why is Yaka 24 year old. getting four blocks? I like, know. What the fuck is going Yaka on? Yaka Pirtle. I know. Yeah. I know. Pirtle power, baby. Love that guy. Coach of the year <laughs> odds. So I have Brad Stevens at three to one, Dwayne Casey, mm. four to one, Popovich, six to one. I got Quinn Snyder. You know, I want Quinn Snyder at seven to one. I got mm-hmm. a Nate McMillan in Indiana at twelve to one, D'Antoni twenty to one, and Thibodeau at twenty-five to one. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. If the Spurs, <laughs> yes, this is so yes. dumb and boring. No. But if the Spurs stay in the fifth or even sixth spot, who like their who's team, on their team? Who's on their team? Is it's such a it's such a thrown together it's like, like jalopy of like yeah. old yeah. people <laughs> and injured dudes and like. 
they're not even resting guys. Guys are just getting injured. Like they're not resting Gasol. He just gets injured every other game because he's forty years old. Like there, it's not like they're like, oh yeah, like you know, let's do the thing where we get into first place and we like manage our schedule. Like they're just trying desperately to hang on. Yeah, and they're somehow in the fifth seed in the fucking Western Conference. Incredible. Who, they're going up against like, yeah. I mean, I know they've had a rough stretch lately, so who knows what's gonna what's gonna happen with them. But man, if they if they can even make the playoffs, that's like crazy impressive. And I know Pop just like wins all the time, but like you know, that's like like I kind of feel like going it, away from him is like not naming yeah. LeBron MVP because it's just too boring. It's boring, but it might be the right pick. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, also either any of the yeah Raptors coach would be pretty good. I don't know, I don't know, it's a tough one. All right, how about this? How about the Republican nominee in 2020? <laughs> All right, here we go. I got, <laughs> um, so the leader in the clubhouse is currently Donald J. Uh, yeah. He's at minus 150. You're incumbent. Sure, sure. Um, we have <laughs> We have Ivanka Trump at 40 to 1. What? <laughs> we got Ted Cruz at 40 to 1. These are the dumbest. These, these, I, I'm sorry, but this is They so, get better. I like... got Steve Bannon, 33 to 1. <laughs> I got a Rubio. I have a Rubio at 25 to 1. I have a Dude. Pence at five. Rubio to one. can't even win against a Florida high schooler. Like he's not, he's not going anywhere. Sorry, <laughs> um, sorry, Marco. All right, anything? Uh, I got odds to win the White House in twenty twenty. We got. Let's see. Let's see. I got the Rock at forty to one. I got sure. Zuckerberg at thirty three to one. I got Michelle Obama thirty three to one. I got <sighs> Cory Booker twenty five to one. Liz Warren yeah. twenty to one. Bernie fourteen to one, Kamala Harris twelve to one, Joe Biden mm. twelve to one, Oprah mm. ten to one, and mm. Donald J minus two twenty five to take the White House in twenty twenty. What, wow. what, what do you like? Anything here? I honestly like. Can I interest uh, you in a Kanye West at one twenty five to one? That's like a low risk, high reward. <gasps> I don't know about the reward part, but it's definitely a low <laughs> risk. Would he run as a? Independent, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Independent, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see him as like a running mate. I don't know if he's going to be the top of the ticket. I, I, you know, I feel like he's like the fun wild card you throw in. You know, he's like the Sarah Palin type. Where man, you know, you, if you have a, a good steady nominee, Vegas has Bernie. Vegas has Bernie at fourteen to one. They think he wants to get back in the game, huh? Maybe they know something that we don't. I mean, if there was any alternative besides Bernie, I think I think that's more of like an indictment of like. Yeah, what's where the next? Things are at. Where, oh. where are we going from? Where are we going from here? Is, oh, like, you, you mean Lavar Ball and Kanye West or, aren't an indictment? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't really see like Kamala and and Cory Booker like picking up like the socialist mantle. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, if Bernie's still got the energy, like you know, fourteen to pretty, one, decent odds. Pretty old. I I don't know. Maybe he's maybe just, you know crazy and 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 conceited enough to, to go for it. Sure, why not? Sure, I'll, I'll throw my I'll throw my uh, my chips behind Bernie. Not like like a chip, not more than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. But let me ask you real quick. So um, yeah, before I let my guests go, I always ask them some sort of like little piece of trivia. So this is a game mm. we're gonna call Who Am I? So um, Ben, I spent yeah. thirteen years in the NBA. I spent eight seasons with our beloved New York Knicks. Eight mm. seasons. Okay. In 1993-94, playing under Pat Riley, mm-hmm. I averaged 19 points, five assists, three rebounds, and 1.5 steals. I'm mm. arguably one of the most beloved Knicks of all time. 
Yeah, you're John Starks. So. Who am I? I'm John Starks. You got it, yeah, baby. Of course. I love it. I'm so glad you, you nailed it. I mean, you don't do anything harder for me. No, I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. No, 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 Anthony Bonner. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have any Bonner trivia for you. All right, Fair man. enough. Thanks for hopping on the pod. I appreciate it, bro. And hell yeah, uh, dude. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. That was a conversation with Ben Craw. Ben, thanks so much, man. That was a lot of fun. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. We're on Instagram at OnTheLinePod. Uh, email me, OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. And I will talk to you next week. <laughs>